It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the amazing Rico Bronia podcast with your host, Evan Roberts. Welcome to a bonus edition of Rico Bronia. Actually, there's going to be a lot of bonus editions as we march our way towards opening day Thursday in Miami, March 30th, the New York Mets, the Miami Marlins. I have feared this discussion for a very, very long time. In fact, when I was a youngin, when I was very, very young, the Major League Baseball decided to expand in 1993, and they expanded with the Florida Marlins and the Colorado Rockies. And I was a young nine-year-old at the time. And my dad told me, and I believed him, and now it's been 30 years, he said, son, there's going to be a day in which there's going to be radical realignment where National League, American League will be no more. They're going to mix all the teams together. Someday that's going to happen, but hopefully it's a long, long time from now and I'm not around, and you're not around, but eventually it's going to happen. Now, listen to my dad say this, and I said, uh, I don't know about that. You know, the Marlins are a new team. They're in the National League East. The Rockies are a new team. They're in the National League West. No big deal. In fact, the Rockies played their first ever game against the Mets opening day 1993 at Shea Stadium. Just five years later, Major League Baseball expanded again. And shockingly, it's been the last time they expanded. They added the Arizona Diamondbacks. They added the Tampa Bay Devil Rays at the time. They sent Tampa Bay over to the American League. They sent Arizona to the National League. And they did something that was the first sign of this radical realignment. They took an American League team, the Milwaukee Brewers. That's what I grew up on. I mean, Harvey's Wallbangers. That's an American League team. And moved them to the National League. And it was very surreal. First time the Mets ever went to County Stadium I was confused. I know it was during the era now of interleague play, but still, the Milwaukee Brewers are a National League team? Yuck. And that was my first sign where I said, boy, I think my dad's right. I think he's eventually right that they're going to throw these leagues away. They started interleague play. They just moved an American League team to a National League, uh, to the National League. The signs were there. Then they got rid of the umpires being separated. National League umpires, American League umpires. They threw it away. They changed the offices. There used to be a National League office and an American League office. They threw it away. Then they decided to go crazy. They took a National League team that had been in the National League for many, many, many years. In fact, they're the brothers of the New York Mets, the Houston Astros, because remember, they came into the National League the same year the Mets came into the National League. So their history in terms of longevity was equal to the Mets. 
and they threw them in the American League. That was sacrilegious to me. And they also said, you know what we're going to do? Now that we got 15 teams in the National League, 15 teams in the American League, we're going to have interleague play every day. So think about what they've done to us over the last 30 years, the slow march towards leagues not mattering. Now, the thing that really put it over the top, the thing that really blurred the lines between leagues obviously occurred first during the pandemic season of 2020 and then became official just last year. The designated hitter came to the National League. You could change the umpires. You can change the league offices. You can even move teams from league to league. But the number one thing that blurred the lines between leagues was the designated hitter. Now, this podcast is not about re-arguing the DH debate. I lost it. The DH is here. It's not going anywhere. But as we begin the 2023 season, there really is no difference between the National League and the American League. Nothing. The only difference you have left is the history of this team being a National League team and that team being an American League team. And the other thing that they're adding this season, which also blurs the line, is while we've had interleague play for a very long time right now, 26 years of interleague play, we now added the nugget that you play everybody. So instead of just being married to one division per year, now you play everybody. So we have entered a moment in 2023, and it took my dad 30 years for it to become obvious, where... There is no difference between the National League and the American League. And I truly believe this was all done on purpose. Radical realignment in Major League Baseball is going to be a huge step. It's going to be something that's going to anger a lot of traditionalists. It's going to anger me, spoiler alert on my opinion. The idea that the Mets and the Dodgers could play each other in a World Series is crazy to me. There's still something special about the World Series being between a traditional National League team and a traditional American League team. In fact, in 2015, when the Mets went on their run, if you recall, the Houston Astros had a two games to one series lead in the divisional series back in 2015. This is before they made their run as this dynastic team in the American League. And I remember purposely rooting for the Royals. I can't believe this because it bit me in the ass. I was rooting for the Royals because I thought it would be awkward and weird and take something away from the World Series to play the Astros in the World Series. I said, that's not the World Series. So I truly found myself rooting for the Royals in that divisional series strictly based on that. Now, obviously, that's out the window. The Astros have won how many pennants since then? 17, 19, 21, 22, two championships. So now you just think of them as an American League team. They've done it. But that's how... I guess loyal I am to the traditional, this is an AL team and this is an NL team. But those lines have been blurred. And so what I believe, and we'll talk about this extensively, is that when Major League Baseball expands, and they're going to expand, and I would admit it's time for Major League Baseball to expand. They have been stuck on 30 teams since 1998. This is the longest period of time in the expansion era in which there hasn't been expansion. Think about it. They expanded in 1961, they expanded in 1969, they expanded in 1977, they expanded in 1993, they expanded in 1998. Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We've gone how many years since they've expanded? A generation, really. And I think the talent pool in Major League Baseball is so great. I really do. Uh, a lot of the influx of international talent has influenced it that I don't think we're going to have a talent issue. We may have a city issue. We may have a, are there two cities in North America that are worthy and capable of supporting a major league team? To me, there are three. There's Montreal, who deserves a second shot, in my humble opinion. There's Las Vegas, Nevada, which is clearly showing they can support professional teams. They have a football team. They have a hockey team. And the third city that I do believe can support a team is Nashville, Tennessee, in my humble opinion. I think all three of those cities will get a major league team in the next decade, one of which will be from a team that moves, probably the Oakland A's, who will move to Las Vegas, it seems natural. Then you've got expansion teams, a Montreal expansion, a Nashville expansion. So I want to make this clear. I don't believe we're going to get radical realignment until we get expansion, until we get 32 teams. And I think it's coming. I think it's going to be a huge influx of money into Major League Baseball, which they love. I think talent-wise, like I said, we're capable of having it. Plus 32 is perfect symmetry. It is. And mark my words, this is not something I'm rooting for. This is a prediction. When they go to 32 teams, the leagues as we know it are dead. And Pete Hoffman, that kills me inside. Well, I mean, listen, first of all, I know it kills you, but I think this is kind of needed because you talk about the competitive balance in baseball, there is none anymore as far as there's a very top-heavy league. There's teams that just don't seem to try as much. I think that this is going to change the league for the best. It's going to make teams have to spend money, or maybe there's going to be a different strategy behind it. I know that you and I may differ on how they should realign. I think Biden's going to be a little bit more obscure and a lot more... um, issues with it but i think it's it'll be it'll be out there but i think there's a good reason behind it as far as the team's expanding there's one other team there's one other area that you're missing i think carolina can get a team like one of them like i i think that's an area too i agree i the, the three that are off the top of my head is vegas nashville and montreal but carolina i feel like they're they they have enough sporting teams over there and they're missing a baseball not to mention like i feel like carolina is just a hub for for baseball in general Yeah, I mean, maybe Charlotte, North Carolina. I'm not as believing that Raleigh can support a team. Plus, uh, being down in the Carolinas when I visit, it seems like everybody down there is a Braves fan, and that's a challenge. You're now going to have to kind of steal fans um, who for a generation or two have been fans of another team. So I wonder, unlike those other cities, Vegas, Nashville, and Montreal, I don't think their allegiances are with another franchise. Well, I do think in parts of North Carolina – They already have their allegiances to the Atlanta Braves. I guess Nashville may be the case. Certainly not the case in Vegas and definitely not the case in Montreal. I think the Montreal fan has almost remained loyal to the hope that they would get the Montreal Expos back. Before we get to your plan and my plan of radical realignment, because they are going to be very different, my hope is that they would keep the leagues together. And upon expansion, what I would do, and I actually would have done this this time around when Major League Baseball changed their playoff format, I would have gone back to the two divisions in each league. 
And the reason why I prefer two divisions is not me hearkening to my childhood and thinking about the NL East and the NL West. It's because I kind of like the idea of the unbalanced schedule where you're facing teams in your division a bunch of times, like we have now. It's not as much as it used to be, but it's certainly still more than teams not in your division. And you're competing directly with them for playoff spots. What I mean by that is if you have eight teams in a division, I would say going in, the top three teams make the playoffs, not an uneven amount of teams based on record, because then you're kind of giving the team the benefit of a softer schedule. If the same amount of wildcard teams are being represented by each division, then you're making it fairer in a way. So, for example, under what we have today, if you had eight teams in the National League East and seven teams in the National League West, I know that's not perfect. You're saying right from the get-go, top three teams in each division make the playoffs right from the get-go. So you're not having teams from different divisions compete for the same playoff spot while playing an extremely different schedule, potentially a soft schedule. So that's why I really hoped that when they changed the playoff format after this most recent lockout, that they would have gone to that where they would have said, look, we got two divisions. You're facing the teams in your division more. And it's kind of like a cleaner format too, because if you win your division, you go right to the divisional series. If you're in second place, you play the third place team. And that's your wild card series, essentially a true wild card series, because it doesn't feature a team that won a division, which is a part of what I don't like about this current format, where the third team that wins a division has to play in the wild card series. Like that sucks. That means being a wild card team, the top wild card team, and being the lowest division winning team is essentially the same thing. Think about last year. The Mets as an example. The Mets didn't win their division. The Mets and the St. Louis Cardinals were essentially in the exact same spot. <laughs> you know, think about that. What benefit did you get from winning the division? So this is something I thought about even going into this year that I like the two division format more. Pete's a big four division guy in each league. And why is that? Is that because of the NFL that they have that the four teams in each division thing? I do like that as part of it because it does it it looks it looks comfortable to me. It's like it makes sense. You get one winner from each division, and then you can get two wild cards, and it's just it just makes it simpler rather than having to just go like everyone's all lined up and and go at it. I think the, it creates better things. And for listen, when I get to my realignment, which is going to be yeah. crazy, you're going to understand why I also prefer the the four divisions as well. All right. I get because one of the negatives of having that many divisions with that few teams in it would be that you run a good chance, if not a very good chance, of having a sub 500 team win a division, which is something we've seen in the NFL. So if you only have four teams in a division, let's just say for the sake of this, because I, I did jot down uh, four team divisions just because I know you like it. So I came up with four team divisions. One of my divisions is a division that features the new Montreal Expos, the Toronto Blue Jays, the Cincinnati Reds, and the Detroit Tigers. I mean, first of all, one of them is an expansion team. Two of them are bad teams, and then you have the Blue Jays. You run a greater risk that, A, there's just a horrible division race, but more than that, that a team that wins 75 games could accidentally win their division. If you have eight teams in each division, the odds are you're going to get a true division champion and you're likelier to get the six top teams 
to make the postseason.